I mean, F-R-A-N-K. What are you doing, Frank? Hey, don't mess up my spelling. Well, I'm, I'm autographing. Do you misspell your name sometimes? Well, I have to funny? think about it. <laughs> I don't sign a lot of autographs. I just... Um, why are you signing autographs? Well, I was told. I was told by the boss of Bone Zones, Frank Murphy. There we go. I was told by the boss of Bone Zones to autograph... Well, I guess I can do the rest later. Are we starting the show? Yeah. I mean, I, that's why I came over. Did you, you already know. start it? Yeah, we, we already started. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hi, it's yeah. the Frank and Friends show. <laughs> I'm uh, Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Brady. When did you hit the button? I didn't even notice. Well, you know, Frank. All right, fine. Producer said we should start, so we started. <laughs> it is, uh, I'm glad you made it into the house. Um, in fact, uh, Jerry just walked in, too, so it's going to be a busy day here at the uh, podcast Ponderosa. Um, <laughs> so what is going on, Frank? I mean, I had to crawl. I mean, I basically had yeah. to call you and say, how do I get in the house here? Well, let's do the plugs. Okay. Let's do the plugs for uh, Frank and Friends Show merchandise. Which you can find at our website, frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. What do you got in there? <laughs> Apparently ice cubes. Okay. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, our uh, website has got great merchandise um, where you can get this phone case. You yeah. can get the uh, the hoodie that I like to wear. You can get the mugs and all number of other things. Uh, the Rocket Brothers were all wearing their Frank and Friends uh, hoodies. Okay. And they did a FaceTime with us over the weekend. Nice. So, um, and, and then my friend Bean filled in the other day. He talked about the quality of the merchandise that you get from Teespring, which prints our merch. And uh, he bought one um, a while back and also uses, decided because of the quality of ours, to use Teespring for the cup of tea and a chat with oh, Ali nice. and Bean merchandise. Nice. So that was directly because of us. I recommended it. And he has you know, thousands of paying subscribers who all buy this merch. They're making money on it. And they're all satisfied customers is what I'm trying That's to great. say. That's great. I so, mean, it is great merchandise. So you will be too. The, the um, and the other plug before we talk about how you had to climb over people to get in here, just like in your career, uh, is... <laughs> like more like, you know, football. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on... Uh, I guess tomorrow, Friday night and Saturday night, is the Akima Cabaret. Uh, I guess Saturday night's already sold out, but you can still get some tickets for the Saturday matinee, which is just a show. Or you can go on Friday night. Jerry and I are going on Friday night. And we're going to stay and watch the show, but you can, for an extra price, also stay later after the show and get the dinner and dancing. Yeah, it sounds like fun. So you have multiple ticket levels there at Akima, uh, akimaclub.com. Nope, and the it's akimaclub.org because they're non-profit. There you go. Nonprofit. And I was just going to mention that when you buy tickets, it's actually supporting other nonprofits in the community. Great ones, too. I mean, some of my favorites are on there. Like, you know, I love Ladies of Charity. They're on there. I like the arts. I mean, um, Knoxville Symphony is on there. I think Knoxville Opera was on there. I hope you get yourself Probably on there. Probably the Opera is submitting an application, so hopefully we can be on there. Uh, the president of uh, Akima. Patricia Lee explained to me that they take the money they get from their sponsors and the ticket sales and they basically divide it yeah. and put out, you spend half of it in one year and half of it in the other year and then it's time to do another cabaret That's to fantastic. bring in more money. So That's really great. They're so proud of the, I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars they have put back into the community. So I'm That's proud amazing. of them too. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and I think actually April Hill who's on the board for Marble City Opera and also a fantastic opera singer, she's thinking about joining them. Joining the Akima? Yeah. Well, um, when we were at the rehearsal the other night, uh, one of uh, Jerry's friends who sings, um, and this is her first year in it, and said, you know, Jerry, <clears throat> you know, Jerry, uh, talk, about, 
you know, Jerry. You know, Jerry, you want to get in like a game of... <clears throat> like a, I'm trying to they all, are they all chain smokers? No, okay. I was trying to. I was trying to clear my throat, <laughs> and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if the ladies in the Akima talk like uh, mafia dons from The Godfather? That would be really good. Uh, but no, in reality, um, it was lovely Mary Kay, and said that she could tell Jerry about the process of joining because oh, there's okay. there's a, a pro- it, there's a lot involved. I'm sure you have to do a service project. You have to pay the dues. You have to. Um, go to the meetings. You have to participate in the the parades and the other things that they do. That's great. Yeah. So it's a lot the, of community service. Yeah. After the cabaret, they're going to be in the St. Patrick's Parade downtown through uh, through Knoxville. Nice. So that's all good. That is good. All right. All right, Freddie. Now tell so, me why I had to crawl over people to get here. Well, do you tell me because you, <laughs> I, you I get a text from you that says I'm on the way and I'm at the point now. Oh no! Remember we've talked about this. Because I had left my phone downstairs while I went up to put on a nice shirt for you. Thank you. And, that. and pants. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that more. <laughs> well, I'd had on jeans and I wanted, I anyway, it doesn't matter. I wanted to put on something a little more comfortable for sitting here and lo- yeah. that looked nicer. And because um, you're fancy. You know, I, I'm really not fancy. I worry about you. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the text came in that you were on the way and I thought, oh no. Um, it's been 10 minutes. I can't text her back because she's driving now. True. So I didn't reply. And then I see your car pull up. And I'm like, okay, fine. I open the garage door. I'm like, we're ready to go. But and I couldn't I, just pull up into the garage like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Because there... There's a giant truck. There's a giant truck. There's a giant truck and workers in and, the driveway. But not just a giant truck. There's a giant truck. And then there's another car yes. behind the giant truck. And then your car is out on the street. On the street. That was in case I needed to make a getaway. It turns out I didn't. I could have left it in the garage, but but you didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I thought you I were going to get like trapped <laughs> in. I mean, just the idea of being trapped in would make me feel like I needed to park my car. On well, the street they tell you that they, they one so of the that things I could get away in the prep work. You know, they come at eight o'clock in the morning. They've been here since eight o'clock in the morning, and I am bleary eyed. That is terrible uh, because I had to get up at six to start recording radio. Okay. Yeah. Because normally I start recording radio at like eight. Nine nine thirty. Okay, but at starting at eight a.m., they're going to be drilling holes in the walls, and it was so so loud. I thought, I actually thought, Freddie, that um, it would be funny if you and I recorded while they were drilling. It could be good. No. <laughs> too loud. Too loud too and bad. too distracting. Well, what are um, they drilling? Well, they're they're inserting um, insulation into the walls because okay. when I was on Channel Six filling in all those times mm-hmm. on Living East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They said, interview this lady. She's never been on TV before, and we're throwing her to the wolves, meaning you. But in reality, I mean, you've been interviewed by me. Uh, the lady... It is like being interviewed by a wolf. Or your Uncle Frank. Yeah, Uncle Frank. There's, no, there's nothing in here but ice. <laughs> Are you ready for a drink? I might be. <laughs> Am I driving you to drink? Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, in reality. So yeah. the, this lady, who's very lovely, says at the end of it, I didn't know it was her first time on TV. They didn't tell me that. Okay. They just threw her in there and said, you're going to be interviewing with that guy. And She was in good hands. Yeah, so I, we did it. And she said at the end, thank you. That was very comfortable. I wasn't nervous. And you made it feel very easy for me. And I said, yeah, okay, thank you. I'm glad. That's a compliment. Right. That's basically my job here. And I said, and you think you're a pro. I mean, you, you know, it's probably just like all the other ones you've ever done. And she's like, no, this was my first. That's amazing. So... Um, you were her first. But but I was so impressed by the interview <laughs> that I said, uh, I'm going to hire your company to come to my house and spray the insulation in the walls oh, because nice. Um, nice. I, I just like the, the idea of it. 
there's this one place where Jerry and I sit, and during the winter it's too cold, and during the summer it's too hot. Our main couch in the living room where we watch TV. Yeah. Oh. And um, it's always uncomfortable. So I thought, well, if we have foam injected into the wall behind us, maybe it'll be more comfortable. Well, you're going to find out, like, within a couple of hours. Yeah. That's kind of exciting. Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> Is it warming up? <laughs> no wonder. I knew there was something different. <laughs> but we missed you. We missed you the other day because, I mean, I'm fortunate that my uh, very good friend, Jean Bean Baxter, from London, England, your hometown. That's right. That's not really your hometown, is it? It's your mother's hometown. My mother's hometown. Um, filled in for you. And on short notice, but, um, and he, you know, but it's so easy for him. He just turns on a few switches and he's ready to go because this is where he sits all day. He already has a podcast. Right. And, um, and he spoke very highly of you. So you'll have to go back and watch that episode. Oh, good. I will. But uh, besides climbing over people, and, and she calls me, this is the fun part <laughs> is the car pulls up and I'm just waiting. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. I just figure she's going to walk up any minute. And my phone rings instead, and I, I answered it. Are you afraid to come in the house? <laughs> I was like, well, how do I get there? I well, thought, you I wasn't afraid. Well, there's all of these, like, pipes I guess, and I guess I thought you could come in the front door, but they have... That's where all of their stuff And is. also they have regular insulation that's going to go into the attic. A big roll yeah. of it, right? Okay. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a lot of equipment out there. Okay. I didn't know if I could get past the trucks into the garage. Good point. It was just... Well, you're fancy, and I wouldn't want you to, you know, walk in the mud. All the fanciness is an illusion. I mean, my shoes are pretty fancy right now, but... Let me see. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are beautiful. Thanks. They're they're, they're like uh, rattlesnake boots. Yeah. But, I mean, they're pretty fancy, but it's all an illusion. Well, then why did I clean the toilet with five uh, Clorox wipes? That's just being nice. Hygienic. <laughs> why did I? I don't think that's fancy. <laughs> why did I? Why did I get the big ornate silver serving spoon to put ice cubes delicately now in your mug? That was very silly <laughs> and not necessary. Well, I'm not going to touch them with my hands. Well, that's true. And I made a point of telling you that when I wash the mugs, they go face down. Do I? Do I seem like I'm like very proper? I don't know. I get that from my mother. I mean, it's okay to be proper. Maybe I, maybe it's my mother that's rubbing off on me because, maybe. you know, my mother was a stickler for manners and rules a bit, you know. She Hello. would... I don't know. That might... They might be... I don't know if they're knocking to come in. <laughs> See, here's the thing. When they're working on the walls, you have no idea if they want to come in the house and they're knocking to gain entry or if they're actually just working on the walls from the outside. <laughs> So all day long, I've been yelling, hello, come in, anyone there? <laughs> There's probably just a ghost. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are they doing? I think they're above the garage. Oh, they're above the garage. So that's, uh, thank you, Jerry. Jerry's making a guest appearance on the podcast today. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're all over the place. You should, Jerry, you should look around at some of the places where the foam squirted through the um, electrical outlets. Oh, where? Well, like in the uh, behind the dining can room window. Show, can you show a picture of it? Um, yeah, it's a little blurry. It's not a great picture, but I suppose I can. Uh, I need a new phone, Freddie. I need to get a new phone so I can get a better camera. Oh, okay. Uh, I took it in a pinch just to show. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I can put it on the screen. It's just it's part of it. Is the foam comes through? It comes through the plug, yeah. You know, but that means they're doing. How? What better way to prove that they're actually doing it? There is literally foam in your walls. You know, I mean, imagine, (laughs) imagine if they just walked around and said, "Oh yeah." Do they remove it? 
Yeah, they do a final walkthrough, and they'll they'll remove it, and it'll all be fine. <laughs> but for now, you have an extra little foam pet. Jerry, up in our bathroom, the drawers were all pushed out, and I couldn't figure out why. And I'm trying to push the drawers back in until I realized that the foam came in the vanity, and there's some hole in the back of the vanity, right? And, it, and all the drawers with my toothbrush and my and shaving supplies out. are all oh, pushed out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you got to go upstairs and look at that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that sounds amazing. You I grabbed, might need a photo of that, too. I grabbed the foam, though, and I took it out. Oh. I pushed the drawers back okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. So obviously a lot going on, and I also have to tell you about my big Valentine's night, hanging out with the crew from BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Don't forget the S. What a night it was, Catherine, with uh, Dr. Bass and Sam Venable in Cherokee Caverns. Okay, so what was this event? Because isn't there another event coming up? There is one coming up. In fact, probably um, since you missed the one on Valentine's night, I'll, we'll talk more about that um, after the commercial. But I want to tell you, come see Dr. Bass in person on Saturday in Sevierville at the Rose Glen Literary Festival. He'll be speaking. I'll be with him at 10 a.m. I guess I'll do the intro like I did last night. And then, um, actually, they give me a few slides now. I've got some slides oh, on the deck. Fancy. And they're like, Frank, talk about Speaking these slides. Fancy. Yes, I'm so fancy. <laughs> uh, and talk about these. And um, so I went on for a bit and did actually start talking about some forensic stuff that I didn't even realize I knew. That's it just cool. starts coming out. And um, that'll happen on Saturday. And Dr. Bass is at 10 o'clock. And then at 11 o'clock, you can stick around and see fingerprint expert Art Bohannon. Nice. He also has a presentation at the Rose Glen Literary Festival. And... It's free to attend except for the lunch. Obviously, if you want to buy lunch, you have to buy your lunch ticket in advance because those do sell out. And that's with a different guest speaker, and that's at noon. Um, and then BoneZones.com will be there when the doors open at 9 a.m. They'll be there and set up with all the same stuff that we talk about from the website. You can get the T-shirts, and you can get the hats, and you can the signed get... signed books. And yeah. The coin. Uh, the, the mugs. The, um, the mugs. Oh, yeah, the tumblers. You know what? I have a tumbler <laughs> for you. Do you have a tumbler? Well, we may as well get into it a little bit. Um, in addition, they, that's what I was signing here. Well, they have your signed posters as well? Yes. Oh. I'm supposed to bring these with me on Saturday. Okay, great. Uh, so I guess Dr. Bass will sign them and Sam Venable will sign them. And you can see that I was working on signing them. And um, Good. Also, well, I'm going to give We have an extra tumbler. We got a new tumbler. <gasps> Look at that. From bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. So They're pretty. I think these are great. It's always fun. In fact, I've gotten uh, some emails about people looking to book Dr. Bass. You can do that. Hire him to speak at your venue through BoneZones.com. Um, I do want to do that for that show, The Doctor and the Devils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what a great idea. Yeah. So anyway, there's all sorts of wonderful uh, things we can do for you uh, when you have Dr. Bass come speak or just when you come buy a ticket. And I'll tell you, Channel 6 interviewed me at The Cave on Monday night, and they're like, this is a private event, right? Like, well, not really. It was open to the public. It just sold out in three days because people, people love really Dr. Bass yeah. on Valentine's night, which is kind of funny. So I think it's great. BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. And now it's technically the commercial's over. <laughs> I, <laughs> but we're still going to keep talking about well, it. Well, I need to say that so I know to take the words off the bottom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we gave everybody a, a, a goodie bag, a tote bag. Um, and I want to show you it says on here, uh, you make my heart sing. It's like Wild Thing. You make my heart sing. Nice. And you'll notice that there's a picture of uh, Dr. Bass. Holding a skull. And you'll also notice Good. that um, the skeletons are have dancing? hearts. Dancing with hearts. And look whose faces are on. It's Sam Venable and me. How funny. In the, in the hearts. That's great. So the people who run Cherokee Caverns are in the printing business. They run Byron's Printing. Nice. So they can do... 
all this stuff like okay. it's nothing. And on short notice or quick, no, I shouldn't say short notice, on quick turnaround, they don't pussyfoot around, they don't delay. But anyway, then there's all this other stuff, Catherine. So I want you to take some goodies. Thank you. This is great. That is a special kind of chicka boom pop. I don't know, boom boom chicka chow. I don't mean chow. to be corny, but I'm batty about you. Happy Valentine's. See, because they have bats in the cave. That's cute. Um, your one sweet cookie. Except that there's two in there, so... <laughs> so your two sweet cookies. Your two sweet cookies. <laughs> Catherine. Oh, this I, one looks good. I, I dig you. Like a anthropologist would. It's a <laughs> shovel. With a bunch of candy in there. And you'll notice that uh, Cupid is skeletonized. So that's hilarious. Oh, that's nice. That's a good one. Um, and here's, uh, here's also the Cupid... You got Cupid uh, skeletonized, and it's Dr. Bass's signature printed on there. And on the other side, you know, Happy Valentine's Day with a skull with with heart eyes. Well, this seems like the kind of place I would be on Valentine's Day because I was trying to figure out what to post, you know, on mm-hmm. social media for my. Yeah, I saw you posted Friday. your white dress with the little hearts. Yeah, and I did the little hearts, but I really wanted to post a, a photo of me after I've stabbed Scarpia. <gasps> You know, and I'm like yes. down on the ground, like die. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> I didn't think everyone would understand that I was being silly. <laughs> oh, because you're very. Yes. I was going to also say Happy Valentine's, like. But it looks yeah. like you're really like killing, killing him when you do yeah. the screen grabs from the video. Yeah. Um, here's a notepad. Just a little bat sheet. Because <laughs> there's sheets of paper. That's great. With that's on them. That's cute. And um, they're all, though I'm saving the best for last, in my opinion. Uh, two autographed Sam Venable books. Nice. So this one, someday I may find, on, find honest work. I hope so. And um, this product contains nuttiness. Good. Signed by the great Sam Venables. I'm I'm keeping these. Yeah, no, those look good. If, unless you want to borrow them from me, I'll be. I mean, oh yeah, well maybe. I wonder I, if you can get them on uh, Saturday at the Rose Glen Literary Festival. Yeah, or you Audible can't. trial. Well, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. Um, but you can definitely, Sam's going to be there, and he's going to have a table set up, and he's going to be selling books in person at the Rose Glen Literary Festival. That's great. Um, but the so best the thing, best? my favorite thing in the entire goodie bag, and I asked some people to fish around at the end of the night and see if they could find it, because I didn't even, hadn't even seen them yet. Okay. We go through the whole presentation. I'm like, somebody, please, would you look at the bottom of your bag and tell me if you got your new Frank and Friends refrigerator magnet? You can see his favorite is the one that has his name on it. <laughs> oh, these are great. Frankandfriendshow.com. I got our phone number. Yeah. Our webs. I got a text today. YouTube. From somebody who was at the gig la- on uh, Monday night. And they had it on their fridge? Yes. It turns out it's, um, I don't know if you're, if you're a radio nerd like me, if I told you that uh, the Jeff and Jer show from San Diego, you would know what I'm talking about. They were the most successful um, radio show in San Diego. And they've retired now. And believe it or not, Jeff of Jeff and Jer married an East Tennessee girl. Nice. And after living in uh, San Diego and Sacramento and a few different places, they've moved here to East Tennessee. And they... Our Dr. Bass fans, or she, Kristen, his wife is. So they came to the thing last night. Didn't t- it was kind of surprised me. Oh, that's or he surprised her that afternoon. He bought the tickets in advance. Nice. So he went on her Facebook and hid nice. all of my posts from her. Oh wow! So she wouldn't know about the that's upcoming great. Dr. Bass gig. And I mean, which explains big surprise. That explains oh, why so she nice. didn't respond to my messages. That would explain it. All right. I had sent her a message saying I, I didn't know she was coming. I had a photo of her that Dr. Bass signed for her. Right. And uh, I was going to mail it to her, and she never replied. She, I never got 
a message from you. <laughs> it's because her husband was it's hiding t- it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's a topic. Her husband's going into her phone and deleting all the messages from that crazy Frank Murphy. That's hilarious. Well, um, anyway, but it was for a good reason. He wanted yeah. to surprise her for Valentine's Day. And she was cute. overjoyed and got to see Dr. Bass and go to all the things. And he texted me at this number with a photo of this magnet on their fridge oh, that's at their home. And that's, that's a nice, look at that fridge. Isn't that a beautiful fridge? It was a beautiful fridge. Yeah, because I can yeah, put it right there. there. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you get to have a magnet. Oh, we, everyone gets a magnet. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Tanya Cinnamon is going to uh, put some of these magnets. I wouldn't put it on a computer, though. It's not going to stick. I'm not saying the computer might have things in it that could be destroyed by a magnet. I won't keep it there. I'm just saying keep magnets away from computers. <laughs> Uncle okay. Frank Uncle says. Uncle Frank. <laughs> All right, Uncle Frank. I'll, I'll put it away. I wouldn't rub a magnet. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Not near my credit cards. Or, right. I'm yeah, just saying okay, maybe, maybe your computer's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> to Got be it. safe. Thank so. you for trying to save me. <laughs> So Tanya Cinnamon um, has got the uh, is going to put some of these in a goodie bag. She's got a, a party at her house coming up, nice. and then in addition to that, since the print their printers, remember the people around the cave, I said since you've got the artwork for the magnets, the refrigerator magnets, let's also make up some <gasps> business, business cards. cards. Yay! So finally, take as many as you want um, because you. I got a good deal on these. This is awesome. Yeah, this will be great. Oh, I don't know. I'm super excited about That's it. That's wonderful. Yeah, they look they look really fantastic. I mean, the colors are really nice. Yeah, it's the same artwork from back here yep. that uh, we used on the business cards and the refrigerator magnet and the beach towel that you can get from our merch store. Can I put these on my computer? Yes, you can put those on your computer. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All uh, right. You know, all of the, the knocking in the house and all of the yeah. sounds that are coming out really are kind of reminding me of, of something that happened at my house this week. Yes. So I was in the dining room area just working. Do I need to clean up some of the skeleton stuff out I of mean, your way? I've got skeletons everywhere. The skeletons are haunting me. And there was this loud, and James was upstairs in the bedroom, and there was this loud sound, uh-huh. like a crash. Ooh. And I said... Are you okay? Like I, I like went and I was like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "I was about to ask you, are you okay?" Wait, what? And neither one of us had made the sound. Had made the sound. But you both heard it. We both heard it. It was very loud. And so I was like, "What was it? Did something fall on the deck? Nothing yeah, had fallen yeah. on the deck. Wind? Was, uh, anything? Nothing in the qu- little courtyard in the front. Nothing outside. There didn't seem to be anyone around. There was just this really loud." No. Sound and so I was like, well, maybe something was it something in the attic? Yeah. And you remember that there's you know that picture of a, a little girl. Okay, up, if up you've watched every episode, you're up to date on this. But if, several times, I mean, it was one of our it was first one episodes. One of our first episodes. Yeah. You talked about this creepy picture. Yeah. In the attic. I don't know, even know we had a photo of it. You just no, talked about it. No, because I hadn't even seen the picture of this girl in the attic. He just told the air conditioning person who was about to go in the attic, like, oh, don't worry. There's like this weird, creepy photo of a girl up there. And I was Is like, Is it a what photo or a painting? About? Or what? how would you I describe it? it's a it? painting. Can we show it? Yeah. All right. So, so here you go. Yeah. Take a look at this. This is the, the painting of the girl in the attic, <laughs> which you just now finally got because James went up into the attic. He had to go back up in the attic because we thought, well, maybe something in the attic fell 
you know, maybe a water heater or air conditioning unit, something. So this was painting rattling. was not yours. It was there from the previous owner. There from the previous Just owner. hanging on the wall in the attic. Yes. Which used to be part of the house. They closed yes. it off. They closed it off. A, they, like a tall ceiling. They closed it off and made it an attic. Yeah. So that's super creepy. That it's they, really creepy. It's like, you know, just locked this poor painting girl. Yeah. In the attic. But I was downstairs working on the Cover Queen, which is a ghost story, and then we hear a loud crash, and there's a girl up in the attic. It's just a little, you know. Well, when you said... <laughs> there is a lot going on there. When you sent me the picture of attic painting girl, or painting attic girl, or attic girl painting... Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> attic I, painting girl. I thought... I mean, I, I, Jerry and I looked at it. We zoomed in, and I said, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but this girl has a slight resemblance to Catherine, don't you think? I mean, she's a kid, so you know you don't look the same right. as a kid as you do when you're grown up. Right. But there's you know there's always that hint of recognition, and I thought, yeah, maybe um, you know maybe there's a little bit. What do you think? I think it's possible that I lived there in another lifetime. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm just part. coming back to haunt myself, right? Well, okay, <laughs> all right. Do you remember when you told your uh, employee? Co-worker, colleague, friend, Brandon, that he needed to write an opera? Yes. Hey, Freddy, look at me. You need <laughs> to write an opera about attic painting ghost girl. You, meaning, I mean, I know you're doing, yeah. I know you're doing the Copper Queen ghost story, yeah. but it doesn't matter. There's a ghost. How many operas? If you took all the operas that have ghosts in them and, and were banned They're them, amazing. there wouldn't be that many left. That's true. Okay? That's There's true. a lot of ghosts in a lot of operas. And this one is special. And what is this over here you brought for show and tell? This is a picture of me in D.C. hanging out in a tree. All right. I need to look at this side by side with painting Ghost Girl. Do you have it handy? Um, I, well, see. we'll find out. I have it. Because what I've done is I've got to go through all go. the pictures of the bottles of mead that I've been texting you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> have you compared these side by side? No. It's pretty close, though. It's, so, it's pretty I mean, similar. I mean, all right. Similar so enough. You're both, yeah. I mean, to a, at, at some point, all little blonde girls have look a, the same. Look the yeah. same, but yeah, it's not. I should get a better, I'll get a better picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah one where you've got on a hat and a, right. <laughs> and a cat outfit, yeah. and all that. But, okay, here's my point, though. You're writing the story. Mm-hmm. You're writing the opera. You can change it so that it is the it same is. face Absolutely. in both paintings. Yeah. And whether it's the you know great great grandmother who's the identical cousin to somebody, it doesn't matter. It uh, there has to be a, a good a good resolution to the mystery though. I mean, unlike that Agatha Christie movie Jerry and I saw. <laughs> um, but <laughs> oh really? Was that bad? sorry? <laughs> Was there a bad ending to this Agatha Christie? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> no ending to it. Um, for, Va- for Valentine, I mean, I don't mean to get on a tangent, but I, I just re- couldn't resist the, the joke. Um, for Valentine's Day, Jerry and I wanted to go out to dinner, but we couldn't on Valentine's Cause night because yes. I'm with Dr. Dr. Bass, and she's at rehearsal for the Choral Society. So we decided we'd go out on Sunday night instead, which is common. Yep. Valentine's weekend, you know, people often go out the night before, sure. except for the first time in history, the night before Valentine's Day is Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Sunday. They move Super Bowl to be later. Mm. And I thought, this is genius. <laughs> no one no. will be at the restaurant. Were you wrong? Well, I was part wrong, part right. We went to uh, see this Agatha Christie. Well, you know what? They didn't even put her name. They took her name off of it. it, it used How to can be, you take Agatha Christie? I mean, technically name? it was in the credits, but it was just called Death on the Nile. And I read a very good, accurate review of it where it's like, Kenneth Branagh, obviously, all he cares about is himself as Poirot. 
Okay. And he changed everything about Poirot. He changed the, the, everything about him, meaning um, to make it him mean and not cajoling. Oh, mannerisms. Yeah, they, they made it. It's all about yeah. you know, how Poirot got his mustache, how Poirot did this, how Poirot did that, mm-hmm. Poirot, Poirot, Poirot. When there's a very uh, complicated mystery that's a really good, satisfying mystery that Agatha Christie put together. And they kind of do it, but they... Um, the the person who gets killed, you know, there's this all-star cast, so one of the famous people in the movie is the one who gets killed. They wait until the second half of the movie. They don't kill the person fast enough. Oh. And not because then it's more about the drama and right. about Poirot and about da-da-da-da-da. Right. But really, you should kill the person off sooner so that you spend the time trying to figure out who did it. That's how murder mysteries work. The person dies in the first chapter, yeah, right. normally. Normally. Um, but not in this one, not mm. when you've got, you know, these huge stars. Huh. My parents so, went to see that for Valentine's, too. I'll have to... Well, see if, what their review is. It's it's beautiful to look at. Yeah. Anyway, so we get in there, and we're the only only people in the theater, and it's a very the largest auditorium at Downtown West, and when we're Jerry has to pick her seats on the computer, so she picks like being a good box office former box office employee like me, tenth row center. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You can't help it. Yeah. You know. All right. Yeah. So boom, and we're sitting there, and it's it's the best seats in the house, clearly. And then finally, right as the trailers start, two other people come into the theater. So now there's a grand total of four people in the theater. And where do you think they sat? Right next to you. No, right in front of us. Oh, no. That's but terrible. the woman in that, the, the, I don't know if they're boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, it doesn't matter. The, the lady realized, as they st- she sits down, she's like, you know... And they decided to move off center. Yeah. So now they're diagonally. So instead of her being directly in front of me, she's right here. Okay. Which was still, you know, yeah. like, you know, it's, like it, you, yeah. it's an 800 seat theater or whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, like, you could have sat somewhere a- else. Anywhere. But yeah. whatever. We had taken the best seats. So it made sense that they would also want to be there. So we watched the movie. It ends at 630. Um, and the, it was a ghost town over the theater. I mean, there was like, you know, we didn't see anybody no in the way. halls. There was like one employee working the place. Yeah. So then we're like, this is great. Let's go. To the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> oh, very fancy. <laughs> it is fancy, but I had realized that um, my sister Catherine had given us a Cheesecake Factory gift certificate nice. in 2020. And I it was, think I have one of those still. It was still on my phone. Yeah. It, it was an e-certificate, so I forgot I had it. Did it work still? Yes. Oh, good. That's good. And, but we, so we go to the Cheesecake Factory, and the parking lot's a little more crowded than I expected. I thought, well, you know, all, these are all Super Bowl fans. They must be over at Loco Borough right. watching the game. Sure. And we go in, and then you know you're in trouble when there's people just milling about the oh, entrance. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And then there's people seated on the benches in the vestibule. Mm-mm. And then there's more people seated on the benches oh, inside no. the restaurant. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I'm thinking, isn't it Super Bowl? And yeah. I'm looking over, and behind the bar, there's a TV, and it clearly game. has a football game on it with the no sound. And no one's paying any attention. So they're all there for Valentine's? Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. So we found it. They said, well, it's going to be a 30-minute wait. And I thought, 30 minutes? And then I remembered, isn't it normally like 90 minutes to an, that's true. To two hours at, at a place like that? Yeah, yeah. So 30 minutes, and it kind of went by pretty quick. That's I did good. the New York Times crossword puzzle. <laughs> well, I think we should talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sitting there, and... Oh no! Um, and uh, we had a lovely dinner, and we had a lovely Valentine's, not, you know, good. pre-Valentine's. That's and good. then um, Jerry got me a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse chocolate heart, nice. without knowing that I had also gotten her a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse greeting card. Nice. It was just—I mean, I didn't really go out of my way to find it. It's just 
the rest of them were too sappy. Oh, okay. And there wasn't one with the right level of sarcasm. Uh, so I had to go with this one. It was kind of mildly own. humorous. Yeah. But I wanted like something that really, you know, would be more reflective of our actual relationship. Sure. No, yeah. I think next year you have to write your own. <laughs> well, what I did, I put one joke in there. Okay. Um, Grant, Artie Rocket had, was writing out Valentine's cards to his classmate. And he had, his mother said, you can't write that. And she told us what he wrote. It was, dear classmate, happy Valentine's Day. St. Valentine had a very sad life. <laughs> Your friend, Artie. St. <laughs> Valentine was tortured and beheaded. I mean... So that's pretty sad. I mean, so yeah. on Jerry's card, I wrote, Dear Jerry, happy Valentine's... Happy, uh, happy Valentine's Day, or... Uh, I don't know what I already said that print on the card. Dear Jerry, uh, I love you. St. Valentine, comma, who had a very sad life, comma, pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, so, all that's right. good. I guess um, we should wrap up by reminding you that you can get all sorts of fabulous audio entertainment, books and uh, podcasts and customized things that are brand new to your ears. And ours. At <laughs> audibletrial.com backslash Frank and Friends show. I, um, even uh, Allie and Bean, who have a free version of their podcast, I looked it up. You can hear it on the Audible Trial. And in fact, let me play it without even logging um Logging in? Or you can try it. Yeah, there's yeah. all sorts of things you can do. That's so great. try that out, the Audible podcast player. Uh, it'll get you accustomed to using Audible for audio entertainment. You can listen to the Frank and Friends show there, for example. Um, but whether it's you want, Bean wants to get the Mel Brooks autobiography. So he's going to use I mean, our code yeah. to get an Audible trial and then keep it, I'm assuming, because he loves all that stuff. That's awesome. And he's gonna, his download is going to be the Mel Brooks book. Good. And yeah. that's what you can think about. Anything Anything under the sun. You can download it. With your one free credit that you get during that first 30 days, and then you accumulate more credits over time. So take advantage of it at audibletrial.com slash frankandfriendsshow. Um, We also want to say Akima Cabaret, Friday night, Saturday afternoon. There will be some tickets available at the door, but it's always safer if you order them online at akimaclub.org. Dr. Bass and me on Saturday at the Rose Glen Literary Festival, 10 o'clock in the morning, Sevierville Convention Center. That's right. Uh, what about you? You could even I have plug your thing. I mean, yeah, we're on a world premiere of I Duh. Can't Breathe with Marble board. City Opera. I'm, I'm get, <laughs> say it again. I'm going to get my hands spanked for not talking about it. World premiere of I Can't Breathe by Leslie Burrs and Brandon Gibson. Tickets are on sale at marblecityopera.com backslash tickets. You notice I put the link in um, the episode a couple of days ago? Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'll put it in again. Yeah, that'd be great. It happens February 24th, 25th, and 26th. And as it turns out now, I'm only available one of those days because I booked myself for the other two nights. Hopefully it's the last night so I can put you to work. Yes. I know. I'm, we'll talk about this in the future, but I'm going to be at the Matt Hinkin Tribute on the 24th, the um, WTK Radio on the 25th, and then at your opera, I Can't Breathe, on the 26th. You know, it's going to be a good weekend. That's going to be It's like the old days. tired at the night, <laughs> but it's going to be good. I mean, it's, I feel like my old self again. Constantly busy. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for watching, liking, sharing, subscribing. Smashing and that button. That's important. We do appreciate all the subscribers, especially if you're a fan of uh, Kevin and Bean, and that brought you into the show, and you're enjoying it still because, I mean, let's be honest, it's 36 minutes in at this point, and you're still watching. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so uh, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again next time. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And this is The Frank and Friends Show.